What's going on? Every buddy, you've got the card board coaches here with your boy, Coach Co. I am the cartel, and I had it 3027 Flash Gordon. If you know what I'm talking about, if you know, you know. Ayo. How's it going, Coach Co? Pretty good. I think today, uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but I've recently seen a ton of uh, almost like commemorative posts where we're like, let's commemorate the year. Let's let's do a nice little reflection on the year. And I, I'm, sure, I'm sure we're probably going to have, like, it's like a Spotify unwrapped, you know? I'm sure we're going to have, uh, actually, you know what? By the way, shout out to anyone who tagged us in their Spotify unwrapped and uh, who continues to, you know, listen to the cardboard coaches. <laughs> we're starting that off. Um, but in terms of just, Talking about reflecting on the year, I feel like we're at a place right now um, where we're almost at a standstill with content. Where, you know, before a lot of the content was geared towards big hits. Um, I don't know about you, but I've definitely seen a slow, a, a kind of slowdown in terms of people opening wax. Uh, there's a lot of people that. I speak to on a regular basis who are just kind of standing pat when it comes to the price of wax is too, is too high. Uh, we're starting to see a lot of cards come down. We're starting to see a lot of hits, not garner what people think they're going to get even. Um, you know, now people are even having conversations like when you get a hit, do you put it directly on eBay or do you sell? Uh, I did see a post this morning, I think about the do you remember what the hobby shop that um, was partnering with tops specifically for the buyback programs remember oh. I mentioned it last last episode um wait for the for the buyback or for I saw some for the buyback products. well there's one that they're they're partnering with a hobby shop where they're releasing product early so that's what I wanted to talk about right is the fact yeah. that and in that post actually where they were talking about getting hot uh, uh, getting wax early they said so that you can list your cards before anyone else did and that actually kind of resonated with me because what that means is that there are less people that are in that mindset where okay get the card i have a banger i'm gonna send it in to get graded and then sell it now it's kind of like people are trying to get ahead of that at least from what i interpreted it and just sell directly after they pull something big. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe the concept. And again, and just wanted to toss in regarding the content. I mean, when the charts aren't going up, 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 you know, you're doing a lot less chart content. Um, when there's less excitement about the product, you're doing a lot less content there. I mean, I'm seeing plenty of Bowman Chrome content for now, yep. as far as baseball goes. Um uh regarding that that promotion yeah i, I mean look you, you yeah uh I, I also interpreted it as get the product in hand and create some content right get 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 the get the material out there let 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 people take a look at what you got and get excited about it um getting it up on ebay i mean that's an eternal conversation when a new product comes out in terms of getting ahead of the game you will realize some of the highest prices by getting in early if you play the game correctly right put it up on auction and 42 bids and the 42nd bidder, the guy who wins it doesn't pay you. 
we've really done nothing except that's, for created a false comp, you know? That's true. Well, I mean, that comp gets taken down pretty quickly, though. Do they? I See, this is something I've never looked into. It's something that, I, that should be, I, I'd love to see a devoted conversation on that, um, on a podcast or something, because I always wonder about that. I told you right around the expo, I had some very fishy uh, purchases from people. They didn't end up paying. They were very high uh, numbers and therefore creating false comps. And in a way, as a seller, you're happy about that. Although you shouldn't be if people dig into it because then they think you're in on it. Um, but it is a very devious methodology that's going on. And there's actually someone in my DMs recently the other day, a very well-known podcaster that we kind of touched on that conversation. But it's all, it's all the same with this Tops promotion. It's getting hype going one way or the other. Um, whether it's pumping a sale or just getting it out there. Like th this, the idea is this store is going to be pumping out a lot of content of people breaking the product. What is the product, by the way? Is it Dynasty? I think or, so. Uh, they're I think pumping the nice. product. It's pictures. You know, we're getting all excited. I Gee, check. I wonder, are they going to load up the cases? Oh, you're going to go there? Oh, yeah. I mean, if I'm in that town, uh, again, I, I mean, I can do some quick research here. We're not, we're not researchers, you and I. The cardboard coaches are not researchers. But so it, it's, I'm going to interrupt you for two seconds. So it's piece of the game. There we go. Where is it? Somewhere in the Midwest. I have no idea, actually. And it is, it is, uh, first to open triple threads. Triple threads. Triple threads. Yeah. So they I'm are. Assuming it's you know somewhere in the heart of the United States. They have, uh, they're getting product early. So they, they are set to get product on the 14th of December. And I think they gave them a full like 48 hours before it releases for everybody else. So, I mean, we were talking about the previous podcast. Um, like, I don't, actually, I don't even know if we talked about this, but I know a few people asked me, like, what do these LCSs get in return for taking on these base Aaron Judge cards for 20 bucks? Right. I mean, now we're starting to see what those kickbacks look like for the buyback, right? Like, clearly... And by the way, we got screwed here in Canada, didn't we? We did. There's no, There are no stores around us that are participating in this. We did. Because here I am with my Goldschmidt logo fracker. What am I going to do with it? You can ship it to the States, though, no? I mean, directly, I suppose. I don't know. If I, I just, want it I literally told you last time. This guy doesn't even listen to me. Last podcast, or the podcast previous... I said that this shop, piece of the game, is allowing you to send in your stuff to them, who then sends it into Tops. Regardless. Oh, well, look, Brendan. Nonetheless, that, that means I'm paying you know twenty dollars to ship Canada Post and sure to get this card to them. I'm I'm most likely going to sell it on eBay. I've seen the prices on eBay. There, again, inherent value has been created with these cards. So great. That's probably well, what well, I'll end up doing. I mean, or in Canada, or in in the United States. What do you mean? Like, where are you going to sell, sell that thing? Because someone's going to, someone's well, paying shipping on that though. Well, but this is what I'm saying. Presumably someone is going to buy that in the States. The prices are shockingly close to the cash they get back, which is weird. <laughs> really? So if I'm getting 25 bucks plus shipping, that there we go. That's fine. Because I, I mean, I'm, apparently that's what the logo fractor is worth is like 40 bucks US. So they still win a little bit in the exchange, I guess. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. I We're not a finance channel. We'll leave that to AIH. Um, but, uh, look, this, this is classic late season tops, right? I don't know about you. I mean, I do know about you. You and I are not buying triple threads no. or Sterling or dynasty or any of these other products. No. Um, I only do the silly venturing off thing with upper deck where I decide to buy clear cut and hurt myself real bad. Um, we don't do that with baseball 
they're very good at this. What did they do last year, late last year? They colluded with Beckett. I'm going to use the word collusion. I'm going to pretend I'm a CNN journalist. They colluded with Beckett to create this scenario with Bowman's Best, where there were advanced rookie cards. Remember that? That's right. That's right. So they're always doing something late season to try to boost these products because people are definitely exhausted. Um, The big products are done. Okay. Like Bowman Chrome is out there. It's a very dedicated, collectors are dedicated to that product. They're breaking it as we speak. I'm going to be breaking some Bowman Chrome uh, with a young collector on a live stream in a couple days. Uh, tomorrow, I can't remember. I should probably check my schedule. I should check the cartel schedule, um, schedule and figure that out. But um, people are ripping that right now. Tops Chrome is over and done. Uh, Tops Update is actually has sold through in a lot of uh, LCS. Great product. Great product. Um, probably the best update product since 2018. But Tops is innovative when it comes to getting the gimmickry going to help their product. And that's that's what we're seeing. That's what we're seeing right now. Yeah, so, I mean, we saw, I mean, it, it looks like companies in general are getting innovative, right? Like we also talked about how um, in the new Upper Deck 2022-2023 uh, Series 1, Upper yeah. Deck started to get innovative and they started to see that people love case hits and they love different inserts and they, you know, they love parallels and guess what upper deck did. I mean, and there's some pretty big sales for some of those case hits. And, and I mean, we don't really talk about upper deck case hits a lot, right? Like upper deck has Easter eggs. uh, I mean, traditionally in like update or not update in extended, right? Like that's like the big, yeah. um, That's like the big, uh, draw to extend it is like the the easter eggs but now you have series one you know theoretically loaded with young guns but also with all these easter eggs with so many different parallels so many different uh sets i had no idea about these um population report cards and the fresh styles they're actually nice looking cards too I know, I know. I, I mean, I said before, I'd like a glossy finish on the. Well, they, they need that because let's be honest, this was not the most sensational Young Guns rookie class that we're looking at. Um, the extended series itself, I mean, man, they got to work on that in general. That's something that you see in the Christmas sale pile at most stores these days. So, yeah, it's not surprising. I'm glad Upper Deck's getting off their butts and doing something. They should be. Um, that, that, certainly, that certainly helps. But I, I, the, I, the reason why we brought that up for both of these scenarios, at least for me, is how, you know, we've we really have had to innovate in the last. Actually, I don't even want to say the last. I mean, it's definitely happening with a lot of more companies now. But mm-hmm. this time of year, traditionally, is there's a lull in the sports card market, right? Like it's no surprise to anybody. It's Christmas time, yeah. uh, holiday season in general. Yeah. Um, we have New Year's around the corner. I mean, we're talking about money pit between those two. Um, the economy in general isn't doing great right now. So we have so many things that are kind of pulling this thing down. People, I, I've seen more people trying to sell their collections in the last, I'd say, two, three weeks than I have in quite some time. Um, and, and as a result of all of this, I think it's very important to find ways to stay motivated when collecting. I mean, this also happened last year. Last year, we were talking about cards crashing at this time, right? Um, and then and then they end up setting all-time highs uh, in the, the beginning of this year. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen um, going into 2023. However, there is always this massive valley. So 
what I think we should do is find ways to stay motivated, as I said. Yeah, so you and I discussed the fact that here uh, where we're at, the expo is uh, coming in a little early. They're sliding it in a little early next year in April as opposed to early May. And that gives us a very nice kind of time frame to, um, to kind of fit in what we need to do by using the expo as, as our goal um, towards whatever it is we're trying to do, whether we're vending, whether we have something that we want to obtain there, because obviously that's going to be the biggest pool uh, of resources that you're going to have in terms of obtaining specific things or getting rid of specific things, um, that sort of thing. Like you said, that does seem to be the order of the day, not only with the hobby itself, but with content creators. Card porn is, uh, as you know, working on a project in which they are consolidating their collectibles towards a Mickey Mantle, and they're doing it publicly. I think it's, I actually think it's really cool. Um, conspiracy theorists are all over them because they're they're consigning with Golden. But again, card porn is usually pretty good about their captions. If you bother reading captions, they explained that they vetted a bunch of auction houses to decide what made the most sense for them, what was giving them the most value. So whatever, I'm not reading too deeply into that. You and I also previously agreed, we don't really care who card porn is at this point. They're losing a lot of relevance in that concept of being a quote unquote watchdog, but they still have relevance in terms of the fact that they're churning out content and it is content. Is it strange that they're a 100,000 plus followed and kind of mainstream feed? It, it is what it is. Um, they are bringing out some hardcore collectibles that are going to be cool to look at in that sense. Um, maybe that's what a lot of collectors are focusing on right now. Consolidating. Values be damned. Um, money in be damned, right? Because if you're at this point, you that may have to just be a very sad reality for a lot of people is if that, you know, you want to garner whatever value is left after the after all is said and done. You, you just have to do that and then consolidate towards whatever it is you're working towards now. Because a lot of these rails and a lot of these individual cards that, that people are chasing after are going to be more obtainable and cheaper I, than they were this time last year. I agree with you. Or or it, they would be in six months from now. You know, like imagine you fast forward, um, you know, obviously after the expo, you're getting into like the national, right? Like end of July, uh, six, seven months from now, we have no idea what's going to be happening with the economy. We have no idea what's going to be. I mean, people are probably going to be spending significantly less money on Christmas things and other yeah. holiday, you know, like yeah. there's, um, so you have no idea where things are going to be in, in like seven months time, but traditionally speaking, like this is the time where things start to dip. So, yeah. um, you know, if you do have something you've been looking for, uh, it's, it's time to start looking. I mean, I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll hit you with the question in a second here, but I mean, I myself, I'm just so off the beaten path. I'm just so much more open-minded and easygoing. I, I, I don't have this solid, you know, line by line plan in terms of what I'm doing. Again, I, and I had this conversation, a casual conversation via DMs with sports card dad on, um, I believe the card porn post regarding eBay and the fact that not a lot of people are paying again. Like this is some new thing. There's no, there is no such thing as a new concept. Okay. There's no such thing as a new concept in terms of eBay's difficult to deal with. It always has been since 1996. eBay's been difficult to deal with. You have to know what you're doing. You have to be good at it. 
this is why there was a rise in consignment ho- houses. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that so many of them still don't know what they're doing. Yeah. The local one here, you know, I, I don't want, look, t- let people do their thing. I don't want to call people out by name, but the, but the big consignment house that runs around the expo is absolutely terrible. They don't even know when to end their auctions at a reasonable time. That costs the customer money. Okay. Um, what's wrong with Thursdays? What's, what's, what's wrong with Thursdays, bro? Dude, you know, again, like here, are you listening to cardboard coaches? Are you one of our 396 or whatever subscribers? And your auctions on Sunday and Monday night. You can thank me. You want to send me a little love letter later? Send me a love letter later. Don't end it at 9 a.m. during the week. Thursday night's not so bad, but it's not great. I don't like, think it's 9 a.m. Was 9 a.m.? No, no, no. The, this particular uh, auction I saw was in the evening on a Thursday. But again, that's still uh, not great. It's still not the best. Okay? Especially especially in November and December. In I've, December seen, I've seen a few rough ones. Uh, you know, like the I've Thursday evening in December is still could potentially be family time. Could be people being busy. Just end your auctions on Sunday and Monday night, people. I actually, people. I, I actually almost bought one on Thursday. I was so close. Because you're seeing great deals on auctions. Now, here's the thing. How do well, you I mean, that's that specific company we're talking about. Well, there you go. Yes. the <laughs> This company that loves liquidity. Anyway, um, listen, I'm sure there are great people that have been in the hobby for many years. They didn't just start in 2020. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I completely throw myself off sometimes here. But uh, uh, the reality is... Um, the, the, there's 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 people that are I, I i don't know i don't know where i was at go where was i at I, I was talking about the auction house i was talking about consignment the rise of consignment consolidating consolidating collections yes. so here's 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 a way to avoid having that issue where people don't pay and this is the conversation i had which is that i use buy now obo okay if someone's offering me if, if someone's making an offer i i have their profile i know who they are Okay, you got zero feedback. I'm sorry, I'm not selling you the Austin Matthews rookie card. You got a good profile with a history that shows that you're a serious buyer. I know you're going to buy. And therefore, my rate's almost 100%. Aton, that's discriminatory, though. Absolutely. I am discriminating on eBay because I don't want to be one of these people <laughs> complaining on every post. Just complaining, complaining. Um, it works. Um, it certainly works for me. It's reliable. And I'm having no trouble with the stuff that's in demand. I have to make that decision. Does it speak to me? Is it something important to me? The Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews Young Guns are least important to me than ever at this point. I am not the average uh, collector in the sense that I, I've been around. I have my own PC. I know what's important to me. Um, I'm not taking away from the cards themselves. I'm not taking away from someone who right now might want to buy a McDavid Young Gun for Christmas or the holidays. Awesome. More power to you. That's fantastic. I'm going to sell it to you. And I have less of a attachment to it than ever. Um, I am in love with, you know, the off the beaten path stuff that I've been picking up over the last three, four months. I'm having more fun than I've ever had. It's, you know, I, you sign on to Instagram and it's this like, Oh, boo hoo. And everything's terrible. And I'm just like, I'm smiling. I don't, I don't get it. I'm not along for that ride. I'm going to make a purchase today of a, a childhood card that I've been tracking that popped up on my feed. I feel terrible because I didn't follow up with this gentleman. One of the best guys in the hockey hobby. I hope he's not mad at me. I hope I can still get the card. It's a patch card. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm having fun with it. And uh, I mean, it's funny. You, it's funny. You mentioned the uh, just like the lack of attachment towards those cards. Um, because I mean, it's funny. I sold my Austin. Man, I think I had three of them uh, before the expo. 
because I was just like, I'm just not in love with these anymore. You know, like I know this is a rookie card and I know this is probably the most liquid and, but like, it's, I just see them so frequently. And it's not to say again, like you said, not to take away from, you know, this might be a grail for somebody or that might be the card that someone really desires. But I think it really kind of, you know, it's like an evolution in collecting where you're like, I just don't want to have stuff that everyone else has. Like, I don't, I really don't. We talked about this absolutely. before. It's this call. You want to enjoy what you have while you have it. Sometimes you move it out of necessity. Sometimes you move it because you want to move it. But if I have it, I'd like to enjoy it in the meantime. And I'm not enjoying. I'm maybe my mind will change. Everything is fluid, right? Like maybe my mind will change, but I would much prefer a more unique Austin Matthews card, right? I'm sure it doesn't hurt that you have a future watch of both, though. So we should also we should also preface that. You you weigh it. You measure it against. You know, it's uh, 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 like Lee Sports Cards. Uh, I never mind giving him a shout out. Yeah. He, he talks about having equity in a player, you know, and obviously that changes the way you view individual parts. If you have a big, you know, he's got these shields. When he carries a young gun to him, that's probably just a bargaining chip to get towards those big pieces that he wants. That's yeah, a classic Yeah, it's, it's like example. something something liquid that, that you know, yeah. I mean, literally it doesn't, moves. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't mean you don't mean in the player. It, yeah. it doesn't mean you don't believe in the player. Yeah. It just, you know, it's yeah, or the or the card or the card necessarily. But like you just yeah. know you just know that you can get this amount of money for this card. Like and yeah. relatively easily. Yeah, as Connor continues moving towards his greatness, say what you will about whether or not he will achieve some of the things that even Sidney Crosby has achieved. But I mean, as he moves towards these uh, amazing things, he's having a hell of a year. Um, I'm not sitting here thinking that I'm not telling you the young gun is a bad investment. I'm not telling you it may not peak more than ever down the line. I'm just saying it's not working for me right now. And if I can turn that into something I can use towards something else or something to help my life, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, and I'm not as clingy to it in the sense. And I don't think we're going to see such fast moving reactions in the market. You'll see it. I mean, look, we just saw it with Tage Thompson. We're and seeing it with Jason Robertson. Jason Robertson, yeah. Th these are supposed to be the exceptions to the rule. I mean, uh, I haven't really been paying attention to the McDavid market, but correct me if I'm wrong. It, you know, with the way he's been playing, it's more about his higher end stuff. It's more about his autograph stuff versus the young gun kind of well, popping off. It, a lot of the, the all-time highs that are being broken for McDavid are stuff that just doesn't go on sale very frequently. So, like, and you know, that's if you see, exactly if, it. That's if you see exactly like, it. if you see like an exquisite patch, uh, you know, like PSA ten exquisite, like rookie exquisite patch, like that, yeah. that's the kind of stuff that's breaking all-time highs because yeah. they just don't go on sale like ever. And you know, you're gonna see this stuff that was kind of unobtainable. You're gonna see it pop. You're, it's gonna be at the expo uh, in in April. You know it. It will be there. It's uh, funny. So I, much... I, it's funny you mentioned. I'm sorry to cut you off. I mean, th this episode in 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 large part is talking about how to stay motivated. You know, in collecting right now, um, but like like overall, um, and I I think it's important to talk about a point that you mentioned is that like maybe you just want to use some of that money for life, and like if you're kind of over leveraged in sports cards and like your life is starting exactly. to like actually be difficult because you have all these sports cards. Like, I mean, it, that's one reason to, to actually move some of that out of it, you know, like, and I'm not saying that you know, obviously you do whatever you want, but like, that's how you stay motivated too. It's like, it's, it's it can't be that motivating having, let's say a hundred K in sports cards or even $5,000 in sports cards and struggling to pay rent. Like, 
I, I know that everyone's got to put their dues in, but like, yeah, that's how you stay motivated. It's a great opportunity to decide what <laughs> on a, on a, on a lower level, it's a great opportunity to decide which cards you want and you want to hold on to. And then it's an even bigger opportunity to decide if you want to be in, into sports cards at all. Yeah. And I don't think that that to me is not a panic button being in this hobby. And again, I've been here for so long, so long, so long. Um, if a bunch of people are on Instagram posting stories, I'm out of here. That's not the panic button for me. That's just that I was expecting this. Yes. And Patrick Ryan said it best and make fun of me if you want, Dave from Sign and Slab. I will have my day with you. You will have that podcast where we roast one another. I'm ready, man. Um, but, you know, P. Ryan put out a post where he's like, you're in big trouble if you don't enjoy this. And you had a couple of years to learn to enjoy this and not be cold about it. And if you were cold about it and, and you didn't like it and it was just dollars and cents to you, it sucks right now. Yeah. Because like, did, did you, did you create the contacts? Did you meet the actual OG collectors that are the easiest to deal with that you could move stuff to or get stuff from? Did you, did you bother doing all of that on, on route while you were callously and coldly accumulating product and, and making your deals? Like, where are you at with that right now? So if you don't enjoy it, it's going to be a, a rough, lonely crappy ride so to speak um so I, it's not a panic button thing for me when people are leaving they have to we could not sustain what was going on it's the same thing as the prices what is the price going to continue going in an up arrow the whole time well because like even I'm, even diehard collectors like i mean there's some cards that like people are just like i'm not buying it at that price do you know what i mean and like that that that's like an alarm bell you're like man like you're the biggest Sidney Crosby fan I know and like even you're out on like <laughs> at that price and you're like yeah I just can't do that yeah when you hear that you're not saying I am yeah I'm yeah no 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 not that. you not you but I'm like like conversations that I've had you know where I'm like yeah. really and, and they, you know and they probably even know you're that, out on that price and you're like yeah they yeah. probably know that potentially that price will come down because and then it's like and then how many Sydney Crosby collectors are there they're gonna fight it out and yeah I uh you know that to me is not any reason uh to to panic at all it's the outcome of all this is going to be people that come out of it with a clearer picture of, of of what it is they want and what they appreciate we know what is really what what deserves uh appreciation there's all these different facets just got to be like you got to be logical and calm about it um people are there's a there i mean i can give you examples from hanging out in a hobby store and recently doing a trade night and again, seeing that there is still excitement there, people still love this stuff. Uh, people come in and they're just like, I don't know too much about it, but I, I know that I like to occasionally rip open some product. I mean, I hope they can afford it. That's good. Um, I, I, I really enjoy that. I do it with my son. Um, they're not sitting there nitpicking the young gun roster of series one. They don't care. They just want to open it and get some cool stuff and collect it. But I heard people talking about building sets and they want to learn about that. Ooh. And, uh, I mean, the industry's made it very difficult. Like, if you're like a basketball, well, player, like, like eight hundred cards in a set. Yeah, and you're gonna like, you're gonna build the set, and it's it's via product that's a thousand dollars a box. That's gonna suck. Uh, how many people are holding on to commons? Uh, you got that's LCS stuff. That's you got to go there, and you got to hope someone is holding on to commons. People or, do or, do that. Or there's like not... a, a donation bin or something. Yeah, like not, like, not, and like not like not as a kid's donation bin or anything, but like. Some some shops have like a like a kids pile where it's like like a bunch of loose commons or just like maybe some hits as well in there, 
and that kids can kind of just sift through and, and take whatever there they are, want to start their collection. Yeah, the, the, listen, uh, that that uh, the, the, where does the card father work? What is that place again in Los Angeles? Burbank. I mean, Burbank. I mean, you know, I wish there could be Burbanks all over the place, man, because that's a place like you've seen his warehouse. He's got you. You could, you know, maybe take a vacation and finish your basketball sets that way because he's got you. He's got all the commons. He's got all the, the cards you need for your sets. That's good stuff. I hope that that's something that keeps happening. We're not going to talk about Eric Whiteback too much. Too much. I know you've done some content regarding it, but, you know, LCSs, I'm, I'm always going to be all for it. It's becoming more difficult for them. It's in Toronto. It's difficult with, uh, you know, the, the cost. Um. But it's important. It's important as a, as a touch point uh, for the community and to have these opportunities to, to sort through boxes, sort through boxes. I, I, I mean, I've had this conversation so many times before. We're like, if I'm bored, I, I'm fortunate enough to have an LCS very close to me. Yeah. You and have like a good, I, you have I, a great relationship with them. You have I, access. I will literally just walk there. And like, even if I don't want anything, I mean, sometimes I don't even leave buying anything. I just like, just for the yeah. conversation, uh, you know, just to talk sports, just to look at what they have, just to talk about look, things I've purchased, like learn about the product. Yeah. You know, like get educated on it so that you're a uh, complete in your hobby analysis. That's something I feel is important for, for content creators. We are creating content is what we're doing. Um, speaking of that, you know, we talked about the fact that content creators are having a rough go at the moment with that, right? You, you can't have a podcast about the up charts all the time and you're, you can still do analysis. We could sit here and analyze hockey and talk about that. Still, I mean, we, we can, on. we can talk about the down charts, but we'll be here for a while. Yeah. I mean, that's depressing. We don't want to exactly. That's exactly, that. that's that. exactly it. Um, today, I, uh, another, another card sets down. Hey. Yeah, attack and <laughs> confrontational stuff is is at a new high. I feel like I feel like we uh, created a little tiny snowball, and then we just like took off to drink some hot chocolate, <laughs> and people made completely gigantic <laughs> snowmen out of them. Like it's really intense right now, and that's that's fine. I mean, that's cool. I mean, Luca Tiger Braun. I'm gonna give him a shout out, Andrew Goldberg. Uh, you owe me some time in a Starbucks at some point in our lives. Um, he, you know, they're, they're doing those hobby awards. I'm usually so crispy <laughs> negative about that kind of stuff. Um, Cause I look at the options and I'm like, my God, what have we done in this industry? Uh, but you'll, you'll see a lot of cool stuff. I actually like, check it out. Like you'll see the fact that sports card radio is nominated uh, for was, podcast content. Um, I was going to say uh, Jeremy Lee is all over that comment section, man. Not him himself, but like sports card yeah. live. Listen, Sports Card Live is a go-to. Yeah. A lot of people watch that. Um, like they watch television and stuff. Like that's important. That's 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 really good stuff. I, I I'm gonna care less about the um all the sponsorships and associations. Um, not saying the cartel's closing up shop in terms of his pushback necessarily. We'll see what happens. If you push the right <laughs> buttons, you push the right buttons, I will play like a Walkman. But um, it's important. People, if people like that, that's important. And the guy knows his stuff. The at the very least, trove of info. At the very least, he's got some pretty high-profile guests on on a regular basis who are very educated, and you can learn a lot from. You know, at the right. very least. And same as Sports Card Investor, he recently did a series. Speaking of heavy sponsorships and corporate affiliations, he had, did a christmas series and again 
I mean, again, this is all, that's all good. And it's all mostly positive. And it's all, it is a lot of that content is about like, where, where do we go from here? What's going to be good for the industry? I don't like the fact that it is an offshoot of the lockdown pandemic 2020. I don't like where we wound up in terms of who our quote unquote industry leaders are. But that said, it's what we've got and they are doing the right things in terms of the conversations that they're having and opening up. And again, and maybe it is just an offshoot of the fact that they're having trouble creating content. You don't like our hobby leaders right now. Is what you're saying. Do you like our hobby? No, leaders? no, no. I, I just want you to say it. I just want you to you say know, it. But again, what is a hobby leader? That's a whole right, conversation. That's, that's what, what qualifies as a quote-unquote hobby leader? That's maybe fair. maybe, maybe someone's hobby leader is Sports Card Radio. Maybe someone's hobby leader is The Great Curator. Maybe someone's ho- hobby leader is um, a, a random feed with two to 3,000 followers that they love. Okay? I am not going to sit here and, and I'm going to try to remain humble, but there are plenty of people that follow the cartel that maybe look up to me as a hobby leader in the sense that they can have a good conversation with me. And it's not public and it's not, it does not require thousands of people. It does not require a sponsorship from PWCC. Right. So um, that's, that's, that's what it is. We don't like what, what qualifies as a hobby leader. When I say that, I mean, these faces that you're always seeing. And again, without giving a specific opinion on them, they are, (laughs) they are people that popped up in the last couple of years. And all of a sudden they're like, you know, we, we, we said enough about the gallery of talking heads at the minting um, conference and how that lost so much relevance over the course of a year. Um, maybe there will be some big changes on that front in terms of what people are organizing and doing. Well, they're, uh, look, they're holding, they're holding another one this guys, year. No? What's that? They're holding another one next year. I'm sure they will, right? Yeah. A couple of guys I already mentioned, by the way, and I'm not just mentioning them in a negative way. A couple of guys I already mentioned, including Luca Tiger Bond, are singing different tunes, behaving differently. Um, I have absolutely no problem with it. I think it's great. I think it's all positive. I think it's good. Keep it up. Keep it going. I know a lot of you watch cardboard coaches, and I know a lot of a lot of you translate some of what we say. And uh, you know, I, I mentioned that post on the cartels feed about the Braun Breaker card. It'd be great if you gave us a shout um, <laughs> instead of just taking the material, but it's good to know that you're watching. I'm glad it means we have some effect. So anyway. we, are, we are positively affecting content. You see, giving people some positively affecting their content. Right. You know what I mean? I wonder if, I wonder if the great defecator um, has caught word. I don't know, because I, I tend to like block people who's now we, we did want to talk about this actually. Brendan. Um, if you see stuff on your feed that bums you out. Yes, there you go. Good. Okay. I was like, where are we going with this? Block it. <laughs> Just stop. Curate, curate your feed. I curated my feed a long time ago. I, I, I have no idea what the defecator has been up to. And again, and like, oh man, I mean, this all interconnects. I'm not trying to be a hobby bully. This is a bully. I'm just bullying the bully. Please understand that. I'm not randomly attacking this guy. I wouldn't do that. There's better people I could randomly attack. This is a hobby bully. This is a hobby nudnik who has offended so many people and is so blatantly transparent with, with his movements and actions and words. I blocked this guy a long time ago. I don't know what he's been up to. Didn't, didn't um, he say the hobby should be gatekept? Yeah, yeah like, like stuff like, like again, quote, just, quoted, quoted. Yeah, you know, and like, I hear this stuff and I just want to like fall asleep. It, it, it's just, uh, you know, it's one thing after the next with him. He's always got something to say when anyone 
of his brand um, is is under fire. He he always pops up. For for me, the 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 great you know the great moment for the great curator. I'll stop bullying him. I guess I'll try to take the high road here. It's really hard. But you know the the greatest moment was that two three four hour live stream where where he was pushing back and you just saw a man break down. It's very satisfying to see him publicly break down like that. It was tons of fun. That was my hobby highlight of the year. I'm going to have to say other than, you know, like individual card pickups and things like that. It was quite yeah, a yeah. to see that. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess how we got there was, I mean, we were talking about staying motivated in the hobby and <laughs> especially when it comes to, you right. know, the prices, prices dipping and, you know, maybe buying less wax, opening less wax. I mean, especially because like nowadays, if you open wax, you can get a hit and the, the quality control is still doo-doo. Um, but, it you know, really cur- curating your feed is another way to stay motivated right now. You know, if, like, like like you were saying, if you find that like, you know, if someone's just like shitting on sports cards, right. like you don't have to have that person on your feed. You know, like I saw a lot of feeds talking about uh, the prisoner swap. Right. And like, I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but my feeds aren't political on, on my, my card Instagram, you know, and like, oh, trust me, especially man. when I people mean, start yeah. talking about things that they, they don't really know too much about. And, and I'm like, okay, we're suddenly very aggressive about a subject matter that we really don't have all the details for, um, you know, and then that gets curated. Right. So like, just be aware that like, just try to keep this a sanctuary for you whatever that means you know try to make it uh that safe space because yeah. hopefully that's why you came into the hobby in the first place that that was a tenuous connection to sports at the very least but i know what you mean yeah and uh, no it, it, you, we we it the the hobby is an escape it's a pleasure it's that that's what it is supposed to be about and uh i very much value all these connections i've made i very much value the people i've met um, and so I want to see people um, showing stuff off. Um, I want to see people motivated and doing things instead of complaining. There are productive ways to go about it rather than just saying, hey, guys, this sucks. I'm out of here. Um, you go back with a lot of these people that are saying stuff like that. You look at their feeds, you look at what they're doing. It's not very surprising that they got to that point. Um you know, like if you're offended, like I am by over sponsorship, like over corporate, you know, uh, connections, uh, curate your feed that way, you know, like that there's, there's, there's so many things you can do to make sure that it's what you want. You want education, you want information, you want funny commentary. You can pick your memers too, you know, like some memers were getting on my last nerve and some memers were really picking it up with me. I can, I don't have to follow all of them, but, um, you know, you can curate your feed that way as well, the same way that you're curating your collection and deciding what is uh, important. I got two want. two questions for you. Mm. Ne- next six months, mm. how many PSA sales do they run, and how yeah. many and how many new grading companies pop up? Well, I don't know. I mean, do you think there will be a lot more? I mean, here and here's the other thing. There's this quiet after the storm, or was there a storm? I don't know what the updates are on some of these new companies. Um, by the way, uh, hi- the concept of a hype beast will never go away. There will always be always be hype beasts. There's going to always be people who like 
I, I have so much more clarity on this now. Like people didn't, there wasn't an organized conspiracy to jump on HGA. No. It was just that some people are hype beasts. They want the latest thing. Well, also they just they believe they they they, about it. they believed it though. They genuinely believed that like this is new technology. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I think for I think they like, wanted. How is how is Tag doing? I, I don't know, and I don't want to make assumptions, and I don't want to you know. Like, well, how, like I don't see much. People on, had on, like, no beats. other choice really when it came to HGA, right? Like there was like no one accepting subs, and like these were like new, a new company with AI and like brand yeah. new technology. All these issues with all the the prominent grading companies, you know, they, they were gonna fix everything, right? So like you you well, want to believe that you believe it, you convince yourself to believe. I mean, there's a lot of people that have bought into unproven prospects because they genuinely believe that that player is going to be the next Michael Jordan or like just shy of that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it sounds crazy to articulate, but like the mind is a wild place. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know how tag is doing. Um, I've only heard like one or two people talking about it. Um, PSA I mean, I, special I, I, was, was extended, right? I, I probably have a feeling it's going to get extended again. And that's cool. Good. Can we get back to $9, $10 submissions? Maybe I, I, we can, maybe, I, that's where I think we go. That's where I think. Maybe they have the infrastructure for that. And maybe demand is settling down a little bit. That's where I think we go in the next six months. Which is great. That's a good thing. So you, just answered, you just answered that one. And with respect to the grading companies, I think zero. I think zero. Zero pop up in the next six months. This is the, not the time. It's and the reason the why I mentioned that is because it's just very interesting uh, how many new ventures were, you know, being created and um, you know, everyone and their brother wants to start a, a grading company, quite literally. And, yeah. yeah. And um, you know, now we're starting to see I mean, I'm sure we're gonna see a few of them start to unwind and uh potentially maybe either get sold or I mean maybe just quietly be in the background. Yeah. I, I would think so. Uh so yeah, the one thing I got way delayed on asking you, Co, maybe to wrap up your uh, like I said, I'm very easygoing right now, very open-minded in terms of my pickups, the trades I make, the things that I decide to buy. Um, you know, I'll admit, um, Tage Thompson did really well. Uh, people went this way, which was to pay up the, uh, you know, up, up the proverbial, here's a schnoz for you to, to get his individual cards. I went this way and realized that the wax from 1718 was cheap. I grabbed some of that. Um, you know, I'm just uh, just doing the thing as I've been doing for nearly 20 years, not for the last two years. Enjoying it, enjoying what I have. I'm so lucky that so much of my inventory means so much to me, and I love it so much. Uh, what are what is your four month plan towards the Expo Co? I know that you're you're putting together a fantastic set. Which I is am. Awesome. Yeah, and and I think uh, because. I mean, I almost don't want it to end so quickly. Like, I'm probably going to take my time grading it um, because I do want, at the end of it, every card to be either a 9 or 10, ideally. Uh, now, if it's an 8, I'm probably not going to send it back. <laughs> like, But um, I do... I, I That's a you know, perfect world. Everything will be a 9 or a 10. So that that's happening. Um, there's a few other sets I'm trying to complete in the background. I'm honestly just on a rampage acquiring players that have had legacies that mean something to me, but have now reached the stage at which they've become villains. If that makes sense. 
Interesting. Um, because I find that this happens to like almost all of the great players as they start to retire. I mean, aside from like basically Albert Pujols, which like they rolled the red carpet out for him. Um, but a lot of a lot of players, I mean, as they start to, you know, unwind their careers, they inevitably start to play, you know, more and more poor. And, um, you know, subsequently people disrespect the legacy. And so that's kind of what we're that's what we're doing right now. So you're waiting for their legacy to get hurt to get them cheaper. That's what we're doing right now. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm just trying to get some extra juice here, Coke, because we've taken it to the limit on my end. Um, but I, I, I hope we've talked a little bit about the fact that, you know, it's a regrouping. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a period of regrouping. And again, I've, I've already said it like several times, figuring out exactly what the purpose was here, what you love. Um, I'm not saying people that are new are bad. People that are new are wonderful. That's how an industry sustains itself. That's how a hobby keeps going. But what I'm saying is, are these hobbyists? Are these people that want to be here? Are these are these investors? Because people throw the word investor around. They suck at it, but yet somehow they're an investor. Um, you've had a couple of years now, if you're new to the hobby, what have you figured out? Do you like it? And, you know, what 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 is it going to be going forward now that you know it's not what it was, which was going to target uh, getting blasters out the back door, quadrupling your money on it, you know, sending out a hot card to PSA, getting it back quickly and being able to flip it. These are not realities anymore. Where are you at and what will the plan be? And do you enjoy it? What is it you want to go out there and grab? Right. I mean, that's that's kind of where we're at. It's it's time to regroup, have your priorities like you said, find the motivation to stay in there and enjoy it because I'm enjoying it. You're enjoying it. We're enjoying it. The cardboard coaches are enjoying it. Damn right. We are team. Find your motivation. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, don't forget to like subscribe, comment, share this with a friend who maybe needs some motivation. And for now, cardboard coaches are out of here.